All roads lead to the vein. Hey, what's up everyone? Brad Chmielewski here with episode 187 of Shadow of the Vein. Happy New Year to everyone out there. This is the first episode of 2018. Didn't get one out um, on New Year's. You know, it was New Year's. We had to take a break. I did get the episode out on Christmas Day. So you had that to watch or listen to. And there really wasn't much news. So it's kind of nice took that week off uh there's a lot of just drama happening with the golden ticket uh fiasco that i i I didn't really get involved in and tried to stay out of it i share some of my opinions on this episode uh it's super rough and i i feel bad for anyone that spent a ton of money to try to get a golden ticket and then this option popped up to get it for 20 bucks so yeah, hopefully that all got sorted out. Maybe you got uh, some money back. You probably got ice back. Um, yeah, but so we dive into that. I dive into that with uh, Curry Barbie. She joins me once again. She has a new role within Gangstars. She's doing uh, uh, social media for them. Really exciting to see her like getting super involved in the community. Always great chatting with her, finding out what she's up to, and she loves the community, loves the game, so she's always available to chat. Uh, ran into some scheduling issues with a lot of people over these holidays, and, and myself as well. It got crazy. Getting back on track here, uh, cranking out these episodes. Hopefully, we continue them uh, every week, especially with 5v5 coming. Um, it's really exciting. There's lots of news. We're getting that drip, 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 all those details coming out of the uh, with the UI changes, this new skin system, um, new skins, Jewel and Samuel School Day skins. Yeah, lots to talk about. So let's jump into it. Let's jump into episode 187. Shatter the Vein. This is episode 187. 87 of Shadow of the Vein. My name is Brad Tomalewski, and this is a podcast all about fanglory. Every episode, I try to break down the news, gameplay, game tips, and hopefully we can all become better players together. And last week's episode, it was New Year's. I think it was hungover or just too many drinks, so there wasn't an episode that week, but we got one this week. And this is our second pass at it. And it's probably better off because we got some good news this week. Uh, but I have Curvy Barbie joining me once again. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it was so. It's been so crazy the last couple of weeks with the holidays. Like people are just checked out. So getting people uh, to jump on with me and talk about this game seems to be a challenge the last couple of weeks. So thank you for making time. People are MIA. It's it's no problem. I'm always. <laughs> available <laughs> uh so a lot has changed since you since we talked i don't know it was, i think it was just like a month or two ago you now have an entire new role within gangstars because it, it's oh. crazy to think because you uh you left the game and then you came back we talked about coming back into the game and just like learning it and getting back uh, into the community and now you're like doing community stuff for gangstars you just when you went into it you just went in full Holy force <laughs> i am a phoenix it's yeah 
<laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really glad. It's funny how everything evolved. Yeah, I uh, applied and got the position of Gangstar's social media manager, which is really awesome and totally unexpected. So <laughs> I went for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think there was a little bit of change up. Sapphire, she decided to step away, so that role needed to be filled, and so it was perfect timing for you, I think. It really was, because um, since I've been trying to get back in the community, I've just been trying to to get my hands dirty whenever I see opportunities, yeah. and so I saw that opponent that Alex had sent out a tweet that they were looking for social media managers, and I was like, "Ah, uh, hello, <laughs> I would like to talk to you." So I like really aggressively pursued it and um, submitted a resume, had multiple mm. talks with them about it, and how I thought it could chip in and. Yeah, it's cool to get a job doing something that you're already passionate about and already do with your everyday life. Right. So, yeah, that's I think that helped you as well because you already did basically social media, community kind of stuff uh, in real life, I guess. I guess this is real life now, but uh, outside of the gaming world. (laughs) Yeah, so I, I have a degree in public relations and I have... Ooh, I've been working in social media for over five or six years. It's, it's mm-hmm. been a while. I've, I've done it all throughout school, um, working for different companies. I've worked for the the Utah Senate, uh, the girls, uh, the Utah Girl Scouts, um, <laughs> like all kinds of different groups. And so it's it's interesting and fun to do it for an esports organization because it's more fun and playful like when you're tweeting for the utah senate it's really stressful (laughs) and people don't like you and (laughs) you know (laughs) and and currently i work for the utah system of higher education um helping educate students about how they can afford and go to college and so yeah it's fun being able to implement and channel those skills doing something fun that I'm passionate about as well with gaming. Right. And I'm sure you can use a lot more emojis doing gangster stuff than you can um, in the Senate or in education. When, when I worked at the Utah Senate, my boss gave me a specific rule that I was only allowed to use one exclamation point. So I would have wisely. Okay. Um, so... I guess, how's that been where, like, the Senate or the Girl Scouts, it's very, like, focused, it's one thing. When you dive into working for an esports organization like Gangstars, um, it is one thing, it's Gangstars, but they are involved with multiple games. Um, it's Vanglory, it's Critical Ops, it's H1Z1, it's Paladin. So you have to know a lot about a lot of different games, but also a lot about just the organization. Yeah, that's that's very true. And that was one of my concerns that I communicated to them through the application process because anytime you get a new job, I I compare it to learning a new language and it's really trying to learn the new language and understand the language of gangsters. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, emulating that properly through social media. That was one thing I told them that I was concerned about. Um but they've been really great about it. We have um, a, a large staff of great people. And so um, whenever I have questions, they're really good with breaking it down and explaining the different games to me or the different tournaments we're participating in um, or the different relationships with people throughout Gangstars, um, like our competitive players and those roles. 
and trying to like adequately support everyone. Right. Um, and also now I have an excuse to like learn more stuff about video games, like nothing wrong <laughs> with that. <laughs> so, and when I, when I first got into video games, um, is like when I got into competitive gaming, I was a teenager and I mean, first person shooters were my go-to. Like oh, wow. I love, Call of Duty um, stealth games are not my genre. <laughs> like, I'm way too loud and too quick to pull the trigger. Like, <laughs> okay. but but anyways, um, going along with that, it's it's fun to take that challenge to to learn about new games and learn about different communities. And I'm I'm really glad to be branching out because I love being glory, but it's also fun to just learn about all the different games out there and how we can support them. Yeah, like this is a podcast about Vanglory, so we're going to talk about that. But has there been one of the games that gangsters are involved in or maybe it's the players that have just kind of like captured your attention and you're like kind of, I guess, almost more excited about now that you know about it? Um, our critical ops team is amazing. Uh, they, they communicate and they work in tournaments all the time. They're so good with interacting with um, people, people that follow them and follow the tournaments that they're in. And they're one of the top teams for critical ops. Yeah. Um, and so it's really fun to see how they work and communicate with each other. Uh, sorry, it's still a broad answer, I guess, because <laughs> I'm thinking about everything. Um, but I've really been impressed with them. And I've downloaded the game on my phone, but I'm too scared to play it because they're so good. That yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm. I am terrible at first-person shooters and especially <laughs> mobile first-person shooters. I do not understand the controls. Like they do not compute in my head. So. No, you know, I need to like get a, a tablet or something to play on because I I don't know how people play on their phones. It's really hard. I'm mm -hmm. I'm getting to the point where I need to buy a tablet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so all this is happening, I guess, online as you're connecting with everyone. But then you did also started meeting more people in real life because recently you uh, went out and met Snuggle Snatch, who's been uh, within the Vanglory community for a long time. She was on an episode of Shadow of the Vein during the mm -hmm. first TwitchCon, and now you finally got to meet her. <laughs> I did. Good old snuggle snatch, Miss me. Uh, yeah, I convinced her <laughs> to let me fly out and see her. She was so nice. She let me stay with her for a week. Um, wow, okay. So, yeah, we basically became BFFs and roommates, hanging out with her all the time. <laughs> uh, but it was it was really cool. I was glad that I did it. Um, her and I, we came, we became friends before I got married back in 2015. And we've just stayed in touch over the years. And even when we fell out of the game, um, we would still, you know, talk on Snapchat or text or phone calls, just checking in, seeing how the other person was doing. Mm -hmm. um, so it was great to finally meet her in person. And I think there's a stigma with meeting people online that you oh, game yeah. with. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I think I had a hard time, like, explaining that to people. <laughs> Um, yeah, when I was uh, I did a road trip and was out in uh, Boise and met up with sixes and sevens, and it was just like, oh yeah, he lives here. I should meet up and grab a drink. And uh, my wife was with me, but we met we met in public in case uh, you know some shady stuff went down. But I wasn't too worried. But I've I meet many people online all the time. 
right? Yeah, it's it's totally acceptable and, and welcomed in the gaming community. I mean, obviously, if you're doing it safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so fun to go to meetups and to, to actually meet the people that you're online playing games with all the time. Uh, but yeah, my, my coworkers did not get it. They're like, you're, what if she's catfishing you? Or what if you get kidnapped and taken to Cuba? Like all these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free, free trip to Cuba. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. That's fine. <laughs> uh, that's, but that's really cool. Cause you guys, uh, have known each other for so long. You both left around the same time and both kind of came back around the same time. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny to see that like ebb and flow. Uh, I guess as an outsider watching that relationship. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad that her and I are friends. We we definitely balance each other out. Very <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. So this last week uh, there over the holidays, there wasn't a lot of news. And then uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff on Monday here. So it's kind of worked out for this, uh, I guess, second go at this episode. We have a lot more stuff to talk about. And a lot of it, uh, revolves around what's happening in the community. So it's perfect that you're here to talk with me about this because you are, I guess, in in touch with everyone or you're seeing what everyone's talking about way more than someone like me who I can't keep up with everybody. But that's just well, part of your job. On top of it. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been really interesting. I mean, I'm on Twitter a lot and yeah, I feel like Every time a new update comes out, every time there's more news or information, I feel like the community continually just like fights and becomes more divided than they are excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, let's uh, let's dive into that. We have a a handful of things to talk about. Vain Glory News. The first thing to probably mention is just five v five. We're getting some more details on that um, we're seeing people stream the alpha there's alpha access happening for uh, some of the pro players for content creators uh, I have access to that but I haven't really gotten much time with it because it's hard to get people on there um, it's a very small group of people that are playing you need 10 people to get together to play and the servers are in the SEA region so there's plenty of lag uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's been tough there, but we're seeing just, we're getting little bits of it, more drip of it, but it's kind of the same stuff we saw at the Worlds. Um, it's still like the alpha, things are changing, or they should be changing in the update 2.12 uh, release. So lots of stuff to come. Have you uh, have you seen anyone playing it, or have you, uh, I guess, have any thoughts on 5v5 right now? Yeah, um, I was super excited when I saw it at Worlds, and I thought that they did a great job uh, building hype around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone's become destroyed over the golden tickets. We've seen the good, bad, and the ugly of people that we love in the community right. over it. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully the end game of 5v5 will bring back a good positive resurgence in Vainglory, and will bring back um a good community base of players um because i think that that's something that we've seen with vainglory over time is that the players have tapered off because originally i think we always talked about wanting 5v5 and it was kind of a precedence that was never going to happen yeah that was they were told we were told never going to do 5v5 it's a 3v3 
experience and that's what it's going to be people <laughs> uh, uh, yeah but i think that golden ticket is probably a good thing to mention because that was probably the biggest controversy that happened over the last uh over basically new year's i think that was probably the week there uh for anyone that missed all that or stayed out of it just to give you a little recap of what happened was uh we all had the option to buy or use opals open up chests spend money and be rewarded with a golden ticket a very special opportunity a rare event to have a golden ticket to be able to play the game um, the 5v5 mode once update 2.12 is released here uh, and so this was this was great people uh People were fine with it because it was such a rare chance. Uh, a lot of money was spent. People were upset that maybe sometimes they didn't get it. Um, complaints there. Um, so that that all sorted out. That was fine. And then this last week, we saw chess get added to the game for $20. You got a golden ticket and basically a handful of other, you know, random things you get in chess. And this lit a fire under everyone who spent um, tons of money on it, who cr spent all their opals, who threw in $50, $100 in the game, try and have access to the 5v5, because now, when you can buy it for $20, uh, it's kind of a pay-to-play thing, and it's hmm. way less special. Whew, this this was a mess. I, I, I stayed out of this a little bit, uh, because... I, you know, I have the opportunity because I do the podcast and stream that uh, I didn't spend any money trying to get a golden ticket. Um, so I wasn't, uh, the $20 I think is super shady that they did this, but I, I stayed out of this because I didn't have a, I guess a fight in this. I think I feel for everyone that I think spent all the money on it and, but uh, it sucks. I think it's super shady what SEMC did. Uh, what what were you seeing on Twitter and Reddit and whatnot? Oh, you know, Twitter was just on fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, everybody was throwing punches. I mean, I definitely threw some punches because I don't care, right? I'm just going to get yeah. in there. Uh, I mean, I think how I felt about it is that, you know, people opted in and decided to spend money. Right it was a gamble they knew the odds and people decided to keep buying chests and to keep spending money i mean i thought it was pretty crazy and fortunate that they were even to uh backpedal on their word and offer refunds to people that you know are financially distraught from this <laughs> situation you know like i i can never picture a, a casino doing that like oh hey if you're financially distraught from from this uh submit a ticket and we'll look at you on a case-by-case -case basis and decide if you get your money back like but you're still never yeah. gonna get your money back you might get ice added to your account but they have no way oh, to any give refund? you money they have okay. no way to give you money <laughs> just ice <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah hmm. uh, so i was i was kind of torn about that um but it seems that people were mostly upset about it not being an exclusive experience anymore right and not being able to be um those chosen lucky exclusive people to get that experience with the game for several weeks but it's like 
okay, well, it's all going to be free soon anyways. <laughs> like, right. I don't this know. Was, this wasn't a choice that they made in the last week uh, because, you know, people were checked out. It was the holidays. They needed someone there to make a graphic. This graphic was already made. This idea to put this chest was already planned out when the golden ticket idea was presented. So I think if they just would have uh, mentioned to people that maybe uh, you might have a chance to buy it as we get closer to it, or with update 2.12 release, you might have the chance to buy it, or odds change as we get closer to the date. People might have held off a little bit. It would have been interesting to see if they would have made more or less money that way, right? Like, you know, maybe more people would have actually just paid for it instead of using their opals and the game could have made more of a profit. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to think um, how it could have gone differently um, depending on how they step forward with that. Yeah, and the idea that a lot of people have spent a lot of money on it, I don't I don't know how many people spent, you know, $50, $100 on it. I'm sure there was a few, but uh, we hey, just got... People, add yeah. me, take me to dinner. Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> uh, but we just got news that uh, update 2.12 is getting released uh, with the, on January 29th, I believe it said. I, I miss, I'm searching for this date. And then update 3.0 is mid-February. So you literally only have about two weeks to play 5v5 before everyone gets access to it. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy when you think about that. And I was wondering if that was going to happen uh, from them, if they were going to bring 3.0 very quickly in here because there's almost going to be no... Everyone's going to just be waiting for 5v5 trying to get in. Um, yeah, the expected release for 2.12 is January 29th through January 31st. Yeah, so we still have, uh, we still have almost a month until that release. Uh, and then what six weeks till 3.0 man <laughs> <laughs> i know it's it's the long stretch we'll see if there's there's any portion of the community left by the time we get there <laughs> uh yeah i think uh i'm i'm worried i think uh talked about this a little bit before uh that this could have been like just the nail in the coffin for vainglory and the community just like this is kind of like the third strike where we were told there would never be 5v5. Now there's 5v5. Mm -hmm. We were told that you would never be able to get the uh, special edition skins. Oh, well, we're going to add them back. Oh, wait, we'll make them limited edition and recolor them. And then we were told these golden tickets are super rare. You'll never have the chance to get access otherwise. And here we are. <laughs> Well, you can tell. Um, I mean, I'm sure we're going to dive in this into this, but with the blueprints that they're coming out with, you could tell that they were very careful with their wording talking about the blueprints. So, I mean, I imagine it's been foreshadowed that there's going to be ways and deals to buy blueprints. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the we got news. We got basically like three announcements today about what's coming in the next two updates. One of these are blueprints. So this is an update to the skin system, which all of Vanglory systems are very confusing and have to be, uh, you need a, a massive dictionary to figure out if you're a new player. <laughs> you need uh, to bust out an encyclopedia from yeah, the old Encyclopedia, yeah, we <laughs> dictionary is the wrong word, encyclopedia. Get something. <laughs> Get something. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is a way for them to, I guess, scale back the skin system. 
Um, so how it's gonna work now with the blueprints, there is one card and you need to get this one card to unlock a skin and then you use essence and that gets you, it unlocks the skin. So for example, uh, they mentioned this Adagio skin, it takes one raw Adagio blueprint and then 1000 essence to craft the skin. And that, that's, that's, it's that easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. You just, yeah. you know, you just go get the essence and you do it. It's yeah. simple, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they're called blueprints now. They're just blue cards. I don't know why they just didn't leave the cards in there. <laughs> right? I guess because no, you, I guess because people already had some of the cards, right? So if they had to make, they had to make another thing. Simplify <laughs> this problem by making this other problem to simplify this problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but if you were collecting some of the skins or collecting the cards to try to like craft them previously, uh, you'll be able to like pool those in uh, and get pieces or work towards the skin. It'll be easier to unlock. So if you're like super close to unlocking like the candy twirl kashka legendary or limited edition area legendary you'll be able to use those cards to get it so uh, they had to find a way to have people who were using the system for the last three years not feel like my time was wasted <laughs> so that's good have you ever used the system uh i have yeah <laughs> uh, there's sometimes like there's uh Content creators get ice to sometimes they give away or to unlock things in game or maybe just open up chests and hope for the best because you don't have access to all the content right away. So sometimes you have to open up chests. So there are skins that I don't have because I rolled the dice trying to get a skin, trying to find a skin early with one of the chests. So yeah, I've uh, many times tried to craft skins. I've <laughs> been down that road of crafting. <laughs> yeah. And you spend an hour destroying cards just to get enough uh, uh, essence to craft oh. a new card. It's, it's a time suck. Yeah. <laughs> you cracked me up when I was reading through the notes and it was talking about, you know, like we're simplifying this so you don't have to do all this mental math anymore. But then I was reading through the notes and when it started describing, you know, how to have 33%, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do so much math. <laughs> what skins I get to keep? Like, can someone just tell me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to like email support like, hey, um, can you look at this? No, no. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, the, the math is very confusing. But um, they did mention, if I read this correctly, that they're going to have like a, a follow-up post breaking it down more in the numbers. Yeah, and that's good because I uh, don't know like the drop rates of these new blueprints. Like uh, kind of like what that is if you just – get one and then that's it or yeah how that's all gonna work i think it does it cleans it up and makes it less cluttery and confusing because now you don't need a uh, all these weird like minion ear of the minion cards to get this one skin where other skins take 18 of one card um it be it became confusing <laughs> so trying hopefully. to craft recently and almost had a stroke so i appreciate the, the simplifying <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, and then they did mention, you said like bundles and things like that could be coming. So they're going to have more skin, I think, uh, just grouping and naming to them. They mentioned like 
they're getting rid of the tiered system, which, uh, you know, I'm going to have to relearn because if you've played the game for a long time, you know, that's tier two pedal or that's tier two Vox. <laughs> but they're, they're changing the names. Yeah, they're going to, like, rename everything, I guess, because uh, they hinted at what they were going to change some of the names to already. Yeah, so, like, there's still going to be Paragon Catherine, but now there'll be Queen's Knight Catherine and Serpent's Mask Catherine. Um, <laughs> so that that totally makes sense and how it should have been uh, a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, I, I agree. I think it'll make it easier for everyone in that sense. They, and then they're going to have, like, collections where they'll have ice skins and churn skins and then the school day skins and they hinted at a, a new jewel and samuel skin coming in the school days uh collection so that's uh, that's exciting uh, everyone's gonna be sad though there's no ozo skin no, everybody yeah. no school no school day ozo everyone wants a ozo <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's the blueprint part that got announced. So um, yeah, read. I'd read this post. Keep a lookout for more info. Hopefully, they like put out a video showing how it works or explaining it, or just at least talking about it because that's always helpful. I know for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they also put out a an update, of kind of what to expect for Vanglory um, in January and February. This is talking about the updates 2.12 and then the 3.0 milestone. Um, and one of the big things in here, they talk about the visual remap of the game, which is, mu <laughs> is much needed. It, it's, it's been a long time since we've had this, and it was starting to get clunky, and I think it just needed to be cleaned up a bit. Uh, what are your initial thoughts here of seeing these uh, designs they're still work in progress so can't hold this to them but uh, the cute little scarf for the heroes and i'm sad that it looks like it's gonna be gone mm, yeah <laughs> i mean the icons look different it's a little brighter not so black anymore i think yeah. i think we're gonna miss the black i think we all like the dark side of vainglory so i've seen a lot of people saying similar comments that they're not really into this um glowy feel that they're emulating with this new uh ui for it yeah it feels more uh magical is probably the right way to describe it rather than like uh, vainglory has always been like a gritty kind of like steampunk kind of vibe to it a little bit if you look at like what the Halcyon fold is uh or sovereign's rise is more of that dragons celsius healthy unfold is more steampunk and tech and what is this ancient crystal kind of thing and desert um, but now it's becoming more magical and i guess in line with a lot of the other games like mobile legends and aov which all have dragons and monsters and <laughs> everything else to them i mean it makes me kind of sad that they're going that direction to kind of match the mold but i understand why they're doing it Mm -hmm. um, but just like you know being an original player that's been playing the game since the beginning it's it's kind of sad that we're seeing some repetitive things um with 5v5 and even with this new user interface layout uh i mean it's just i love when SEMC is creative and i just hope as they continue to do this that 
they'll, you know, kind of pave their own path in comparison to adapting to what the other competitors are doing. I I think you mentioned this, that you've seen people on Twitter responding to SCMC Vanglory's Twitter account that this looks very similar to the Mobile Legends UI. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't have Mobile Legends on my phone, but of course I looked up a screenshot of it to compare, and I mean, um, there's definitely a lot of parallels with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, SCMC did a good job of trying to make it um, more simplified, less complex, um, but even the icons look really similar, and, and having the wording underneath every icon, like, I don't need you to tell me that the chest is the market, like, I've, I've known that for forever, but I think <laughs> Maybe for new players, they they need it written out like home heroes party. I, I don't know. I really like the simplicity that Vainglory has offered, and so I think as we continue to move forward, hopefully, and um, they don't get caught up and make things more complicated because I think that that's um, a great niche that they offer is you know beautiful simple design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we'll have to we'll have to see. I know uh, uh, Kraken's always trying to work towards it and this overhaul also addresses things for the iphone x and other mm-hmm. things that are much needed moving forward into the game um so we'll have to see how this happens i i am hearing not great things when i first saw it i was like yes we needed this overhaul and then seeing people's comments i was like oh i can understand what you're where you're coming from <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um yeah, it's funny because I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal at first um, until I started, you know, comparing everything. But I think it's just um, from from the beginning, I feel like maybe when the UI changed, we didn't really get um, forewarning. It would just mm-hmm. happen. Kind of like when you log on Facebook and the interface changes. I felt like, you know, <laughs> we're posting screenshots of Vainglory. And I mean, the interface has changed over time significantly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of cool that they gave people a heads up of what they were doing. But it's sad that maybe they didn't get the praise that, that they were looking for. I mean, it's got to be hard when you're like slaving over and trying to do these designs and make everyone happy and you tease it on social media and people are more upset with you than they are excited well the vainglory community on a whole is upset at everything as the mc does so (laughs) just like sit outside the lair with all their pitchforks just waiting (laughs) yeah even uh if you look at like varia who came out she is unplayable because if you're in a game where uh you have draft which most people don't, which is still uncalled for SEMC. Everyone should have draft. She's banned. And if she's picked, she wins the game. So I feel bad for anyone that's having to play against her. And it's probably the most OP hero that's been released in Vanglory for a long time. <laughs> I, I feel bad for people that have her on their team and the person doesn't know how to play her and they still lose. Now yeah. that's... That's pretty bad too, because yeah, it's like you have an OP hero and you still can't win. Come mm-hmm. on! <laughs> so even even the last hero didn't get hyped because she's unplayable, <laughs> or like or just like not fun to play against or with. So she's banned, and it's it didn't change the meta at all. So yeah, uh, people are just finding ways to complain and attack SCMC, and it's it's not it's not shaping up to look like a great year so far. (laughs) (laughs) 
2018. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope they address all this. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before about like uh, gaming communities on a whole get really bad around Christmas and New Year's because they uh, they have lots of time. We all have more time to play. Uh, works, you know, people are out of work. Some work, some jobs, you know, you get off a couple weeks. School's out for a lot of people, and you just have more time to play, uh, communicate with your friends that also play the game. Get upset at it. Talk to the developers get mad that they're not responding because they're not at the office and then you just think it's a you think it's a mess and you think it's falling apart and it, it it's just bad for like 2 weeks there it happens it happens every year i've seen it constantly in every game and my friends who play other games are like oh yeah it's a mess right now it's like yeah it's december uh 27th it's going to be a mess <laughs> I mean, it's it's cool to see within our community that the developers are still involved and like interact with people and answer their questions and their concerns. Because I think, you know, as the game continues to grow, who knows how much longer they're going to be able to really offer that. I mean, you look at plenty of larger um, gaming companies and I mean, they don't they don't have time to sit around responding to every individual complaint. <laughs> right. so so i mean it's a blessing and a curse with with like the size that our community is at now but i mean i think maybe people take it for granted trying to control every little nitty thing about the game yeah well. it's tricky trying to find that that balance of listening to what people have to say but also holding your ground of we are the experts and this is what we're doing mm-hmm. true um, was there anything else in these, uh, I guess, uh, info about uh, 5v5 and the changes that kind of jumped out at you that uh, you thought was interesting, good or bad? You know, I don't really care about increasing the levels past 30. <laughs> I mean, they, they mentioned they were going to do that. I don't, I don't really care much for it, but okay. Um. <laughs> I think it gives people more free stuff, right? That's the idea. Yes, it takes me forever. I think I'm still on 28. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a it's while. So like I've <laughs> I've tried to level a, a new account uh, to do like ranked, uh, just to see that experience, and it's stuck at like nine, and I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> You've given up. I think you know. I don't know if that was the original reason of why they decided to add this in because people were creating all these Smurf accounts and going on and ranking. But yeah, even getting to level 10 now, I think is a, is a struggle if people create new accounts. It's just, it's a slow process. <laughs> and it, it should be slow, right? You need to learn the game, but yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. But, um, they mentioned like uh, they're going. There's going to be a special limited edition. Uh, what Lance skin? A golden Lance skin? I've heard like mixed things that this could have just been a bug in a Samsung device that they decided was cool and they're adding. Uh, I don't know how truthful that is, but there should be a golden Lance coming, which that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So I think we know all the skins then that are coming in this update because. Uh, we also got a tweet from 
the Japanese Vanglory account. It was like a Happy New Year's tweet, and it had a new Kestrel skin um, featured in it. It was kind of like a Kestrel Kashka mashup. Uh, it looks pretty awesome. Maybe they're saving it for Chinese New Year, which, you know, is coming up. Maybe it's Chinese New Year right around that release. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they're saving it for 3.0, but that could be a skin. We got a couple school day skins, a golden lance. There's our four skins for the update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it should be, it, I'm excited to see how it all shapes up and turns out, especially with the UI stuff that people are attacking it right now. I know Kraken is always, you know, trying to change this and do his best here and i think it i think it will turn out nice and people will people will enjoy the change i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think they do a good job at like said listening to the community which is really cool that we're at that point that they really do try to listen to people's concerns and Mm -hmm. and i think yeah, it'll be cool to see how they emulate that with these updates to come. But I think there's going to be tons of feedback. It's just never going to stop. Pitchfork, pitchfork. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, well, I think that that leads us into uh, a pretty good forum topic then. Forum static. On the Forbes, uh, you know, we're talking about Mobile Legends and AOV and looking at what some of these other games are doing. And someone brought up the idea of a chat system. Again, this is an idea that comes up all the time. Um, there's lots of people for and against it. But uh, these other 5v5 MOBAs out there, they have a chat system. It's in-game. It's in the what uh, home screen of it. You can do like worldwide chat, like it's just an easy way to communicate with everyone. Uh, have you tried out these other games and experienced the chat system or have you any thoughts on the chat system being added to Vanglory? Of course I've tried out other games because as gamers, we should try all the different games out there, <laughs> not just play one single game. I know you people exist. So yeah, I've, I've tried AOV and... Um, there's there's some pros and cons, of course, to the chat system. Um, obviously, people are really mean to me because I'm a scrub and I'm terrible at playing. Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's not it's not really fun because pe- people can actually <laughs> type in and say things to you like "you suck," like <laughs> like they can type that out if they want to. Um, it has tons of custom features. The one thing that ALV had that I liked is they had um, specific things you could say based on the role that your character was playing. Um, oh, so, so, so you didn't have to type it all out. Yeah, and you can also uh, pre-program messages in there as well, so you don't have to type them out during the game. Oh. So also blessing and a curse, right? You can have somebody pre-write a bunch of toxic novels to send you while you're playing. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I've I've been on the fence in the past of either, you know, being for a chat system or against it. And I mean, my common rebuttal to it is if you want to chat with people while you play, get online, make some friends, FaceTime, Skype, Discord with them and chat with them while you play. But that group of people that are going to jump on Discord or Skype, uh, it's a super small group of people that, one, 
you already have to play this game that's uh you know pretty niche now you have to dive into another thing that is even more i guess uh, nerdy it takes your whole experience to another level once you're once you're into a community and then you decide i'm going to join some chats or some groups for this <laughs> to find out more about it you've you've crossed another line so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, it is a good point, but yeah, it's going to be hard as we roll forward with that. I mean, I was reading through the patch notes, or not patch notes, but their update, and they were talking about that they are going to be making modifications to the chat system. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously something has to be done when we have 10 players out on a map. There has to be some more type of communication. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what direction they take with that. Uh, I would just like to see if if we don't get a chat system in the game, which I'm fine, like when you're actually playing, which I'm fine with, uh, we need some sort of chat system in draft or in hero select because adding uh, two more people onto your team and trying to communicate what roles you want to play when your options are to pick a color and pick where you want to go. That's That's all you can do. That and a thumbs up and a thumbs down. That is very hard and that is confusing, um, even if you know how it works. No, I agree. I think your your idea of having some type of communication in the draft mode would be extremely helpful. Because mm -hmm. if you're like uh, playing jungle in five v five is so much different than playing jungle in uh, 3v3. Um, it's tiny. You go take stuff in 3v3, you rotate the lane, make a gank. In jungle, in 5v5, you can just live in a jungle for almost the whole game and kind of counter jungle and do that. So maybe that's the last role, and you're really bad at it. There are people that are really bad at certain roles, and if you get stuck playing that role, you get blamed for the game. You're just like, I don't know how to play it i have i have this one hero kashka i'm only good with her and maybe she's not good in the meta and you're like i i don't know what to do i can't communicate that to my team without some sort of chat hmm. it's a tough one hope I, i'd love to see something or some improvements get added to the the chat system or some the draft mode as a whole It'll be interesting to see how they modify that. If they if they leave the pings in, if they add some type of actual voice communication, it'll be interesting to see what route they take with that. Mm -hmm. cool. Well, Carvey Barbie, that's gonna do it for this episode. I know it's getting late for both of us, so we should we should wrap up here and get out of here. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. We are party animals doing this podcast in the middle of the night, I all know. for the bank. <laughs> uh, so all for you guys. So where, <laughs> where can people find you, get in touch, or what is what does Gangstars having have coming up that uh, people should know about? Gangstars is participating in a finals tournament for Critical Ops coming up. Um, they recently had some players um, competing in Paladins in Atlanta, and they took fourth place for Worlds. Nice. Um, so yeah, they've they've been killing it. So. Um, don't have too much vainglory news just yet. Um, everything's kind of turning upside down with these 5v5s and um, figuring out what the next strategy is going to be for esports. 
Right. Yeah, we should be we should be hearing some of that news starting to come out from not just gangstars, but maybe some of the other teams and organizations on where people are gonna go because or if we're even gonna have five v five in the Vanglory eight. Uh lots of lots of questions there in the esports world too for Vanglory. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but then if people aren't following the gangsters Twitter, they can follow you on Twitter at the Carvey Barbie, right? Me, that's me. <laughs> awesome. I'll include a link in the show notes in the description. Everyone, check that out. And then you can follow Shadow the Vein on Twitter at Shadow the Vein. Website shadowthevein.com. All the episodes get posted there. Links to iTunes, Stitcher, the YouTube version as well. And I'll be back uh, hopefully with more 5v5 news. Hopefully we get some more ideas on this UI design um, in the next episode. Take care. Let's get this over with.